Okay, and we are back. Season dose. Is it deuce or dose? Dose. <laughs> deuce. Season well, we could, shit. We could definitely, well, I mean, we can chalk the deuce. Chalk the deuce to season one. Chalk the deuce to season one. And keep it up for season two. And for season two. Different format rolling out this year. I, I keep saying year, but it's like. Well. I mean. It's a new, it is a new year. It is a new year. In a new season. Last time we were recording was fuck dude it was uh before christmas break yeah it was early december maybe the end of november because we took december it seemed off like to, a lot we took december ago. off to kind of it's been roughly a month it was a nice mm-hmm. little break though because a lot of shit went down <laughs> yeah so obviously we have a lot to talk about <laughs> a lot of stuff and a lot of least. a lot of things that uh changed my perspective on a lot of stuff um, for sure. Um, you know, a lot of the things that the alt news I followed foresaw never came fruition. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going back to those alt news and I'm watching them kind of backpedal on certain things. And right. I'm like, you motherfuckers get me every time. You had me with Y2K and now this. <laughs> it's like I've been just fucking, I, I just got to change my whole mindset. But either way, we're back. Um, I'm excited. We've got a lot of topics here for, uh, for this episode of On the Clock. OTC. And, uh, you know, usually with On the Clock, we like to do our three minutes here, there, but we both kind of agreed it's been a minute and it's episode one. So fuck it. We're going to just kind of let the topics run their course. And when it feels like forced conversation, we'll just move on to the next topic. Yep. Yep. So, you know, um, one thing, you know, that I do want to just highlight, um, you know, we're back obviously with On the Clock here, but we've got a lot of cool things coming we do um you know so not only you know obviously you guys are here from from brainstorm uh but you know we're not just brainstorm anywhere anymore we're the brainstorm network yeah if you've been following our social medias which chris will plug here in a second you've probably noticed that it went from brainstorm pod to brainstorm podcast whatever to brainstorm network and the whole idea of that is kind of what our idea was from the get-go but we just kind of, we always said from the start, we're going to let the show evolve into what it becomes. And Brainstorm as a show has become more of like a brand and kind of like yeah. a lifestyle of type of show we like to do. So we figured, you know, what would be really cool instead of switching the episode and style every week, right? how about we just come up with some shows and we, instead of doing one podcast a week, do three. Yeah. Um. So if you want, we can just get into talking about what those are going to be, since yeah. we already know. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, first and foremost, you know, uh, you guys are listening to this episode, and you guys are familiar with this one from the last season, but uh, this Every is Monday. Uh, OTC on the clock. Yep. Um, you know, we're going to be bringing various topics to you guys. Um, future episodes are going to be in a timed format, and we're going to give our two cents, um, whether we agree or disagree. For sure. Um, and then but move on when the buzzer goes off. 100%. Um, and then, uh, and then you've got a show coming out as well. I uh, do. On? Yes. Uh, a little bit more on the serious side from what you're used to from myself in general. Um, but I'm on a journey right now. I just kind of explained this to Chris earlier. Um, you know, last year, obviously I lost my father and since then 
I've literally become obsessed, obsessed to the point where I've read multiple books, I've listened to multiple audiobooks, podcasts, I've read articles, all on like afterlife, religion, and I'm just like so interested. I'm going to be 35 this year. I'm not saying I'm going to die at 36, but I'm just like, I want to know if there is something after this. Why are we here? What are we doing sure. here? All, all the questions of the universe. So every week I am going to be reaching out to the criteria, I guess a little bit is like PhD published author, someone with a little bit of expertise, expertise to come on the show and explain to me what their specific religion is. They follow and why, and I'll kind of critique it, play devil's advocate, pun intended, and just kind of, I'm, I'm soul searching for myself, but I'm going to record it all the way along, and that's going to be dropped every Friday for you guys. It'll be hour-long episodes or less, um, but I'm nice. excited for that. It's going to be a solo thing with maybe you joining in to kind of co-host a little if yeah, I have an interesting awesome. guest that you're interested in. Of course. And then uh, the other one that I'm more excited about, to be honest with you, one, because it's your first solo <clears throat> podcast that you've done for sure after like coming in and joining the team a little Dipping bit my toes here. in yeah now it's now a bit yeah you, you, if, if for those of you that may or may not remember he had a flash in the pan last season with some star wars talk <laughs> and like he went off on a tangent this one episode and started talking about the lore and this and that so why don't you tell us what uh what you got in store for us this season yeah, so uh, so I'm going to bring to you guys a, a new Star Wars episode called Dank Ferric. And if you uh, if <laughs> if you guys uh, have heard of that word before, if you haven't, it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, it's a new slang word uh, <laughs> thanks to the Mandalorian. But uh, but you're going to be catching a new podcast from me, um, Gerald, co-host uh, called Dank Ferric. And we're going to jump into uh, all things Star Wars, and this is old Star Wars, new Star Wars, um, stuff that's, uh, you know, coming through the pipeline. I mean, in December, it was, you know. God, it was like a, didn't they have their own convention or something? Or Disney did, and it Di- was like the Star Wars Disney, show, Disney, uh, as soon as the, the Mandalorian ended, Disney just dropped bomb after bomb on these new projects that they're working on here in the next couple of years and and in the future and it's it's about to be crazy so uh you know we're going to dive into not only those new episodes uh we'll dive into some of the old ones because um you know from this season of mandalorian and through winter break i caught up on rebels i caught up on clone wars you know i caught up on a lot of these other series that Um, aren't so mainstream popular yeah most most people aren't going to watch this animated series but if we have an idea of what we got from mandalorian with the production and the lore it's it's going to be a good idea for a show like yours to kind of bring people like myself even who yeah i get it i i know the the timeline of return of the jedi and everything like that but i don't know the the shit that you were getting into for sure and it's like Ooh. Yeah. So if yeah. you if you watched, uh, you know, and I'll I'll give like a sneak peek, a teaser for for you know uh, the first episode of Dank Ferrick, but uh, you know in the Mandalorian for season two, they they had mentioned somebody that most people hadn't really heard of. I when they said it the first time, I didn't know who it was, but it was you know Grand Admiral Thrawn. Who's Grand Admiral Thrawn? 
no idea who that was. And then I watched Rebels and I realized who it was. And there's actually so much more when it comes to Grand Admiral Thrawn than just like from what Rebels, uh, you know, portrays. Um, and so there's a lot of backstory and lore that we can get into to kind of clear up some of those questions of who is this, who is that, for what sure. does this mean? So and we're a little be able to quick education that. for people so they don't have to necessarily do the. Uh, they might just watch one of the next 25 series that are coming out and sure. then there might be a little lore drop that they're like i don't really get it and then when you explain it yep. to them in the episode they don't have to do their own research sure. so yeah i'm excited so, for that it's gonna yeah, be a good time definitely excited for that but and yeah. that does bring up the fact that <clears throat> with this being more brainstorm network and having uh two well three i guess podcasts out already or coming out um, scheduled for a weekly basis. We do want to open it up for people that are interested in possibly getting into podcasting or if you have an idea for a show and you're like, eh, yeah, but I don't really know what to do. I don't want to jump through the hoops. I don't want to this. I don't want to that. Get a hold of us. Contact us. Yeah. What's the email? They can uh, contact us at yeah, it's uh, <laughs> brainstorm pod ra- brainstorm pod at gmail.com, right? Yep, exactly. Um, brainstorm uh, is with a Z, not an S. Exactly. So brainstorm pod at gmail.com. Yep, so you can reach out to us if you're interested, 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, if you don't have a great idea or you know, you don't know if you can talk for that long, 15 minutes that's fine, <laughs> but like just something if you're interested and you would like to give it a try. If it's something that we review and we think fits with the brainstorm model, um, we would gladly put it on one of our slots here in the week and post it for you and everything. You just have to come up with an idea. Yeah. Hit us up on the email. Record it on your phone. Send it to us. Yep. Another place you can hit us up to um, is our Instagram and Twitter. So you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Instagram is at brainstorm underscore network. So brainstorm is with a Z underscore network. And you can catch us on uh, Twitter at brainstorm underscore pod brainstorm with a Z. Um, but yeah, check us out there. Um, you'll catch new posts. Um, we'll be interactive on there. We'll put things up on our stories. Um, hit us up on our DMs. Slide up in our DMs. Uh, <laughs> Slide up in them. You know, give us your feedback. We'd love to hear back from you guys. For sure. Awesome. Well, without further ado, uh, that'll segue us right into episode one, season two of On the Clock. Let's do it. <clears throat> Okay, and welcome to On the Clock. You ready? Let's spin it. Fuck it, dude. Let's get right into it. First spin of the show. Getting right the fuck into it. It's hot take. Oh, God. All right. And and I think uh, <laughs> it's to be expected. Ooh. The hot take this episode is the vaccine. Right. Uh, I want to know, are you pro-vax? Have you been vaccinated? I have for not. Rabies for recently? rabies recently? <laughs> <laughs> Foaming at the mouth over here. Sorry. It's uh, a ski patrol. 
No, but have you like as as a child? I I didn't. Yeah, I I, yeah, I've I been didn't. Vaccinated. Like it was like a you know like your family was pro-vax or it was just like, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think my family thought it was just normal. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I I grew up um, a, a pretty democratic uh, family <laughs> for the most part yeah really? yeah uh, okay. for the most part yeah but you know um uh, i grew up in a in like a union family the the ones that are like you know the nine to five and yeah. health insurance mm-hmm. and this that and the other and when you have a kid do this that and the other so um you know uh for, and that isn't necessarily uh, i won't say why i'm i guess i'm pro vaccine yeah because you know with COVID, are you pro covid vaccine as of right now, as of would now, you get it injected I, into you? I one I'm, of the ten different kinds that they. You have. know, if I could rate it, I'm I'm on a seesaw here. I'm not exactly 100 percent one way or the other. I'm like maybe 75 yes to 25 no. But you're also a fairly healthy person. So is it you getting vaccinated for the thought of spreading it to others that are at high risk, or is it something that you're like, I don't want to get sick with it? Because well, I think that's what a lot of people are going to deal with is, well, I got it and I had no symptoms. However, if I pass it to someone. It's it's definitely more driven like that because I have um, I have two friends right now that uh, have wives that are pregnant. Um, I have a buddy right now that has, you know, two kids. One of them is, is um you know, four months old, maybe. Yeah. Um, another buddy has three kids, you know, they're, you know, they, their ages range all the way up to eight. Um, but you know, it's like, I, I want to be able to interact with them and not feel worried, um, that if I have something that I can actually pass it on to them, you know? So when it comes to that, it's more so the people that are around me, I don't want to pass it off to my loved ones, you know, my significant other, I don't want to have to, I don't want to do that. Um, you know, so for in that instance, you know, I want to get it, but at the same time, it's this is kind of it's, it's round one, you know, and it's you know I don't want to compare it to a vehicle, but you usually don't buy a brand new vehicle the first year it comes out. You usually want to. <laughs> You're right. You're you know right what I mean? on that. Yeah. You want to wait a year or two. And, and, and to be until, completely honest with you, a lot of those vehicles that come out have been in development for much longer than the vaccine was in true. development for. It's it was, true. It was yeah. streamlined. Um, it was pushed very, very heavy. It's one of the things, honestly, that, that made me think, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I I was a pretty hard pro Trumper. Um, not that I'm not. And we've, we've debated it in previous episodes. It's no, it's it's no jaw dropping moment. Um, but one of the things was how aggressively he pushed for the vaccine. If you're a man of the people, why would you be so hard pressed on the time that you can get the vaccine out opposed to the quality of the vaccine that you can get out? Sure. Um, he, he hit on a lot of how we're going to be the first and we're this and we're right. that. in the record of time. Right. None of this is whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, we all know that in the game of life, it's not a race, especially when it comes to something like this. It is a marathon. You want to do it the right way. Sure. We learned that with multiple space shuttles that exploded on their way to the moon. 100%. You know, well, quality control. Even before then, it was it was the, the, the rocket ships, <laughs> the Saturn rockets, you know, the Atlases. It was, uh, right. it was all of those ones. I don't Not Atlas, but it was the ones before that. Like, it was those that 
were the trial and errors. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's there's still conspiracy side of me that says I'm not getting the vaccine because the patent is the mark of the beast and it's going to this and that. But it's getting to the point where it's becoming a very, very serious topic of conversation because I'm getting married in August mm-hmm. and we plan on going on a out of country trip. Sure. And it's getting pretty serious to where you may have to get vaccinated to travel internationally. You've got that passport they're talking about. Right. Which conspiracy side of me is like, oh, yeah, just more control. They're tracking you. It does at the same time. It does make sense. Everyone's so scared that a lot of people are getting vaccinated like you talked about, not just because they're scared of the COVID, because they're worried about other people yeah you know for sure so Jacqueline got it right her sister got it Mm -hmm. they're both staying here obviously um and I never got it I I I I honestly we've talked about it we're getting insurance on the trip because if we are forced to do it we're just going to cancel the trip sure and we'll just do something in the states and if they require that then I said then we're just going to take a fucking road trip I'm not for it but I'm not for it because I think it's a conspiracy. I'm not for it because I've never been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And I never got COVID, and I, I don't ever really get sick. So it's just something same, you don't know. Same with them. They got it, but they right. didn't even know they had it. They just right. got tested because it was the thing to do. Right. It was trending on, on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, on Reddit, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the COVID uh, Moderna stock went up 300. You know. but, uh, Watch it. But as far as it We're goes. We're leading the charge. Uh, so are you saying you aren't necessarily pro COVID vax at the moment, but if they like come out with it, I mean, dude, it's weird. Like you have to take, isn't it like four stages? You, you get it once, then you get it again, There's then you got to get two. another shot There's or something. Two. There's two, Why, two stages. I don't understand that. Um, that is, from what I heard, I think that it has something to do with one, the needle, but two, also uh, how much they're putting in your body at one point in time. But I do know that there's – so here's here's my thing. There's only two companies right now that have a vaccine that's out there, Moderna and Pfizer. Pfizer was first. Go Kalamazoo. Uh, and then Moderna. <laughs> right. I, that Pfizer plant was actually my one of my clients. So, like, I securely checked into that plant, like, Many, many times. So awesome. to see it on the news, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of Why did you check into it all the time? Viagra was their claim to fame. So. <laughs> no, it wasn't for Viagra. Um, but right now it's just two in, uh, companies. But you have Johnson & Johnson, and you've got a few others that are coming out with, uh, uh, I think AstraZeneca, I think might be the other one. Um, but, you know, you the more... There needs to be more companies with more supply, and there needs to be continued evolution of the vaccine because the 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 virus is going to continue to evolve as well. And I know that a lot of the vaccines, uh, the the few vaccines that are out right now, are able to kind of handle like that South African uh, strain that is it yeah. spreads rapidly. Um, but you know, there's so many different strains of COVID as well. But it's the same which with is like concerning. It's the but same it's with a, the flu. We it's knew that when it was coming. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to happen. A lot it of people evolves. don't realize that there's a different flu vaccine every year. You don't get vaccinated it's with not the, the same, same vaccine. Same thing, right? No, no. It, it, it's it's 100%. evolving. And and I heard from someone else too that they actually, depending on the area that you live, 
there's different strains. So yeah. like the Midwest gets a different vaccine. Well, the every mosquitoes. Year than, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, not. Know. I won't say the mosquitoes, but like things are different up here than they are. So this down says in uh, both the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines require two doses uh, to offer the full benefit. The first dose helps the immune system create a response against SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. Mm-hmm. The second dose further boosts the immune response uh, to ensure long-term protection. So, it so it's an initial like punch. So the side effects that people are getting is because you're you're getting you're getting you're getting COVID. Your your immune system is like it's giving you COVID. It's the same with an antivenom. You know, it's giving you it, well, same with the flu vaccine. It's right. giving you flu so that you can combat the flu. So your immune system can combat the flu. But the way that the Pfizer Moderna vaccines are right now it can only give two doses. And so I know that they're working on vaccines right now where they can give one dose. Right. Well, well, that's the thing, too, is yeah. that that is probably a side effect of how fast we pushed this out. Oh, 100%. Which I right agree. now, I, I think pushing it out fast was not the right thing to do because now that the everyone thought, oh, when the vaccines get out, everything will open back up. Everything will be normal. Yeah. No, because there's going to be side effects. There's going to be negative press. There's going to be, you know, he's it, when there's money involved, there's going to be other companies paying lobbyists to put out shitty articles about your fucking yeah. vaccine. It, plain and I, simple. It's, I not, had it's no, the world we live in. I had, no, I had no expectation that people like you and I it might be summer before we qualify for a vaccine. That's true. Because there's a That's lot of vaccinations getting ordered that are for the higher risk, which I do support. I support it to the go elderly, into the elderly, the, the, the uh, obese, to go to um, unhealthy. For sure. Um, they need to go to – so the first responders um, obviously have already gotten <clears throat> theirs. The healthcare workers have gotten theirs. Mm-hmm. I know people that have actually gotten both of theirs already. Um Teachers need to get theirs 100% because the kids need to get back in school ASAP. Um, people like you and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you and I are healthy, 30-something, yeah. fully employed, no problems that we know of, fingers right. crossed. Yeah. We're the, the lowest risk. But we're also going to be, I feel like, uh, well, you know, probably me more than you because you'll probably end up getting it, you know, obviously once it's more less weird i actually have been offered it just on the I, street no <laughs> so uh, hey, weird so, i was on the corner like, of Nick hey, nichols uh, you and, wouldn't uh, happen to have South an Field ounce Freeway. of uh kush would you no but i got the vax <laughs> yeah. it's like oh shit yeah, which, put that away which one you got that moderna son yeah <laughs> you got the moderna i heard it gives you the buzz oh you got uh, that how Johnson are you Johnson? offered it like, yeah. uh so uh so my my employer has a has a joint venture in in a, a molecular lab, and they actually oh, got okay. into the COVID testing very quickly as soon as everything hit back. Uh, Was that you know, a good move for them? Yes, awesome. for me, no, because I don't work for that company. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, so their obviously business is booming because Great. they're doing a lot of COVID testing good for them. And so um, so those guys are technically considered. Um, uh, first responders or so yeah. whatever healthcare workers, I guess you could say. So somebody I know uh, doesn't want theirs and has offered offered it. it. Okay. So cool. But I haven't 
accepted or done anything on it. So, so as far as Vax goes, uh, what I was getting at though was that <laughs> I'm going to become an outcast because I'll be probably labeled a carrier opposed to someone that's less risk right now you have the high risk people but once everyone that's high risk and everyone that's pro-vax once all of them get vaccinated then you're gonna have motherfuckers walking around that still have to wear a mask not because they can get it but because they can spread it that's gonna label us as a leper so i'm gonna walk into baffin and there's gonna be a bunch of democrats in there that obviously got vaxxed and here me and jacqueline are walking with masks and they're just like ooh. Outside, you stay outside. There's a couple carriers that just walked yeah. in, so that's that's where things could go. But I'm also listening to the, I'm re-listening to the audiobook 1984, uh, so the Orson Welles. Interesting. Um, I'm have to check. Ever that heard out. of it? I haven't. Dude, you well, Orson Welles is is uh, you'd is love pretty, it. Any conspiracy famous, theorist, so. they talk about police state. They refer to 1984. Um. I I can't remember when that book was written. I'm assuming it wasn't 1984. Can you uh, 1984? I'm looking at published it right date. Now. It was 1949. Published is when it was written. It was published uh, June 8th, 1949, Holy on my mom's shit. birthday. Shit, dude. Okay, so now Ten you, years ha- before you she was have born. to listen to it then. All right. Because it follows the it it projects. 1984 to be what we probably see 2030 could be. Dude, I love futuristic. Dude, it's insane. When they're like, oh, in the year uh, 2002, this is what's going to happen. We're going to have flying cars and we're going to eat food from pills. Yeah, and TikTok's just a thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know... TikTok is what happens when the clock goes back and forth. (laughs) Like, what? There's going to be people clocking. Um, But no, definitely check it out. I don't want to rant too much about it, but I started listening to the audiobook. You can get it. The whole audiobook is free on YouTube. Um, So I've been listening to it on that, on my my, uh, commute to work. Um, And, dude, it it had me hooked within the first, like, just five minutes of how there's four – huge um structures in the main hub city um just the way he explains it is like dude this is literally what could happen like how things could happen and uh what makes it come to light is the censorship of everything right now um there's a secret thing called the thought police it's illegal to own a pen it's illegal to own a notebook and this guy pulls out a diary and he starts writing in it and what he's doing is like punishable by death Mm. So and it's, I, it's, I hate to correct you. It's crazy. It's from it's George Orwell. George not, Orwell. Not what did Orson I say? Orson Welles. I said Orson Welles. <laughs> hey, look, dude. You know I I'm give over credit. here like Orson Welles. Like, like, dude. Yeah, Lil Wayne had that song Hotline Bling. You know, he's uh, <laughs> just giving everyone the wrong credit here. Orson um, Welles. He was Orson Welles did uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah, I was about okay. to say he did War of the Worlds. And uh, you know when I'm listening to this too, that's what's fucked up is I'm listening. I, rich, I you said Orson Welles and I I initially thought War of the Worlds. Yeah, and I'm listening to this book and I'm like, no wonder this guy wrote War of the Worlds. You know, so I'm all fucked up. He's from that. Kenosha, small world. Oh really? Yeah. Dece. All right, cool. He was not so, shot, please. <clears throat> he was not shot. By all right, spinning for the next topic. Uh, I forgot to take that out of there, so we'll just have to move right or left. Oh, God. It's the one thing that I didn't prep for. 
What's would that? you rather? I'm pretty sure I didn't prep for this. <sighs> would you rather? Wait, wait, wait. Maybe I did. Ah, fuck it. I'll just give you one right off the uh, right off the rip then. All right. So heading to the next spin. What do we got here with the wheel of truth? Ooh, this is fun. Nice change of pace. This is why we love this show. This love is it. why, you know, millions of fans have said they love this show, which is a straight fucking lie. Um, random fact. Ooh. And random fact education is obviously around the corner. We've got the Super Bowl. Love um, it. Which, still continuing the COVID talk, because that's what we do. I'm very happy as a huge NFL fan that we were able to, to pull the season out. Dude, compared to like the NBA, like. Well, you know what really blew my mind is that the MLB couldn't pull it off. I know. That one was weird too. You're, I yeah. think maybe it was just so early on that they didn't have the, the proper. Which the, I, the, I won't blame them. Like, a, dude, a there big, were a lot of them were like, what the fuck are we doing? Well, the like, big factor was the, uh, how, the rapid testing. Yeah, that was not a big thing back then when the, when the baseball was like going. For sure, dude, you don't even come in contact with the other players, really. In baseball, no, but so, like football. So what was interesting with the football like with rapid testing? On each other and, well, and I was thinking about that this past weekend because I'm watching the games and it was cold as it was cold as hell in in Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, you're seeing everybody like yeah. I mean, they're huddled up, they're spitting, their breath is literally hitting the other person. <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. okay, like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. But like, you know, you're talking about rapid testing, you know. Um, that was that was what they were using when when the NFL season started, and there was a lot of issues that they had with rapid testing. You know, remember uh, Matt Stafford had some false positives. Yeah, and he was more, one of many examples yep. of people that had false positives. And then next thing you know, they ended up having a negative test, and they move they got cleared. Yeah, his his, and that's another topic we'll get onto. Is uh, Detroit's got some a lot of things changing oh. here, but his wife is very vocal on social media mm -hmm. and. And I remember when that was going on, she was not holding anything back. Um, almost got him in some trouble. But um, so the Super Bowl is around the corner. Let's do it. We we got through the season. And for those of you, this is the first season that I didn't play fantasy football in probably five years. Um, I've done fairly well the last couple seasons. Mm -hmm. I think I was in the championship the last two. Lost in the championship in the Woof. last two. Uh, literally to Jacqueline, who played for her first oh. year last year. Um, I helped fucking develop that team, <laughs> which sucks, dude. I went undefeated all last season, undefeated, and then she was like zero and four, and I was. She was like, "This is stupid. I don't even know why I did this." And I it was like, "Here, let me just, you know, I'll help you out. Drop ad, drop ad, whatever." Right. She makes it to the playoffs. Next thing you know, fucking, we're facing each other in the championship. It's one of those double week leagues where mm -hmm. like you win one league a week, and then you got to like it goes on your points or whatever. Right. I won the first week, and then she creamed me the second Ugh. week. Um, but either way. She got the trophy, whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm, I didn't get into it this year because I thought there's no way that the full season's going to happen. And even if it does, how frustrating is it going to be if I have an all-star that gets COVID and I have to fucking drop an ad? I thought it was going to be a shit show. I'll tell you from somebody that uh, only had one team this year, and usually I have, I have more than two usually, um, only had one. And um, Was it annoying? It was, it was annoying 
from the aspect that uh, I had quite a few people get hurt. I had a, I had maybe one or two COVID uh, IRs, but I had Saquon Barkley. I, I had a oh, phenomenal yeah. draft. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, there goes his knee. Uh, uh, Julio yeah. Jones, he was out, you know, six games or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, who else Who else was out? There was just a bunch of people I had that. And so it was just a year of, like, um, trying to scramble for, you know. McCaffrey. Uh, uh, for for lower people, um, you know. And I think everybody else, though, was, was trying to do the same thing because I think they were impacted by COVID. And, they, and so I think it really sucked up those extra available players and so i literally had nobody to work with i think i maybe won two games as it was a, horrible as a fan watching it um you know watching the season it wasn't that big of a deal i guess because they kept postponing games and then the games that actually right. happened right but then the game where cleveland lost to pittsburgh which it didn't end up mattering because they fucking creamed pittsburgh when <laughs> they played them in the playoffs right but the week where all of their starting receivers and everyone was just like shut down because of yeah. COVID, they shut down the whole facility. Yeah. And I, I have a buddy of mine that's a huge Cleveland fan, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, dude, they're cursed. <laughs> like, there's nothing <laughs> right. you can do. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, moving on to the random facts. Uh, so, obviously, the Super Bowl right around the corner, and we have Patrick Mahomes, which, hate if you want to hate. The dude is good as fuck, and we, we knew he was good. I knew he was good. I remember specifically the fucking game and the play more specifically that I realized this dude's different. Um, I don't remember exactly who they're playing, but I remember where I was. I was doing PI work still. I was oh, watching. So the, you were in a car. I was watching the game in the backseat of a car outside of a liquor store waiting for the perp. Um, <laughs> and it was Monday Night Football, and this motherfucker did that thing where he ran to the sideline, and he threw the ball from his right hand to his left hand and threw it with his left hand for a first yes. down. And I'm like, this kid's different. Yo, yeah, he made a play. Yeah. Um, I remember I was like, play. I told my dad who he stopped watching football at the time because that's when, like, the kneeling thing was big. Oh, So, yeah. you know, us Republicans. Um <laughs> you know, they're all like, oh, fuck that. You won't stand for the flag. You don't stand for nothing. Right. Um, but anyways, um, that got him watching football again. I'm like, you got to watch this kid. Really? So I got him red zone. He started watching it again. He's like, dude, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like, yeah. And uh, it kind of like, you know, anyways, so he's going to be the GOAT, I think, if he has a long, long career. For sure. But it's going to be very hard for him to surpass the person he's facing this weekend which is tom brady mm-hmm. um which is fucking insane to switch from the patriots to the buccaneers who haven't made the playoffs in how long what was it 18 years or something let me be clear and just make let not me, only make the playoffs, let me be but make clear the, i'm gonna get you to the super bowl <laughs> bill belichick and and he's and craft they did not win the Patriots, those championships. That, let me let that, me be clear. That makes it very obvious right there. It's very clear now. If and, you if you have not known by the result of, of last week's game and he completely destroyed Aaron. And Rodgers. the head coach of the Buccaneers actually made a comment which I was laughing about. Uh what was it? Last week was it the AFC championship mm-hmm. game? Yep. An NFC championship yep. game. Uh they made a comment where um Bruce Arians, the head coach for the Buccaneers, yep. said Sometimes Tom's coaching, and I just let him coach. 
And I'm just like, okay, so he's been coaching the team all season, which is why you guys are – because when it started off in the middle of the, if from beginning the, of the beginning. season, they were clashing. Yeah, they ca- all Bruce the, Arians all was talking news, shit. All the news was yeah. like – he literally came out and was, was like, talking. I don't see what all the hoopla is about. You know, yeah. Tom Brady's not that He's a great. human. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden they start winning, and that's because Tom was like, sit the fuck down right. if you want me to get you a Super Bowl. Yeah. And then – Look so, at my fingers. Yeah, yeah, right. Tom's literally just, is, just cheesing with his fingers. So, yeah, so there's some interesting it, – It's honestly, with the way that the Super Bowl could have worked out, there's a lot of people that did predict this, though. One of the guys on NFL Network literally called it from the beginning of the season. He said, if, I think we're going to see Kansas City again, and I think we're going to see Tampa Bay because they did have if, a good team. If Michigan had online betting back – at the, when Brady was uh, traded over, or when he was signed with he wasn't he wasn't traded when he was uh, signed with uh, Tampa Bay, I would have I I've oh, I here we what, go let's go <laughs> here we go that would have been such a huge spread that payout would have been crazy Chris is the guy sitting at the bar like I could have won ten million on that Super Tom Bowl Brady game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's some interesting interesting facts uh, that we looked up in and. and brought are going to bring to light one of the first ones that i think is very interesting patrick mahomes was in kindergarten when tom brady played his first super bowl that's crazy and we talked about this earlier how crazy that is because like you know when he was playing football he was pretending he was tom brady 100 percent. like oh, i'm tom brady i'm this i'm that it's like now you literally have the chance to beat and have the torch handed to you and surpass your idol yeah, Dude, this is huge when you think about that, and, and and think about a guy who's like Mahomes, who just seems like he never flinches under pressure. He's so calm all the time. Mm-hmm. This to him is probably going to be a difficult game based off the fact that you are playing against your idol in the Super Bowl. The only chance I think that he stands, I think Kansas City is going to win. I'm going to put that out there, but uh, I do too. I think because the confidence he has from already being in the Super Bowl before. Already, you know, he's he's done this dance before, but if this was his first Super Bowl facing Tom Brady, I think he would he would fold under pressure. You know, if it was <clears throat> if he didn't if he was not a Super Bowl winner, right, I would I would agree with you. But I think that he's actually I think this is gonna be a battle. Oh like, no, I think, it's gonna I, be a great game. You remember when the Patriots played Kansas City? Yeah, like what, this two is, years ago. Yeah. Like and this it was is, like the last three minutes of that game where I was standing up in the living room like, what the fuck? Like, touchdown. Oh, it's over. It's, There's only two minutes left. It's going to be crazy. Touchdown. Wait, what? Touchdown. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. You know? Well, it, I mean, like, let's just look at Patrick Mahomes in the last couple of weeks. So uh, prior to last week, he he was knocked out of the game with a concussion. Three days later, yeah. with a con- for concussion Potentially protocol. Potentially neurological. Let, let me, right. Yeah, let me rephrase that. For concussion protocol, he right, was right. taken out they of the game. They have to go through the standard. Um, he passed concuss- concussion protocol three days later uh, to play in, in the, the championship game. Right. Uh, had a stellar game. Great game. You know, and, like, the, the dude is um, – the guy's a machine. He's good. He's, the guy's a machine. And he has won. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to this this stage before. I think I think if there's any Super Bowl that we could have asked for in the last it, yeah. last decade. I maybe, joked around and watched the final scores three nothing. 
<laughs> like, dude, I mean, what's the spread on that? I, what is it, like one and a half points? Like, what is the spread I, on I, it? I think the spread is three. Is like, it three? Three and a half, maybe. Ugh. I don't yeah. know. I haven't checked it lately, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. it's it's going to be a crazy game. I think, uh, I, honestly, I haven't put any money on it yet. because I'm going to put I'm some still... money on, uh, on on Brady just just to see. Well, if there's one thing I learned last week. You don't, you don't bet you, don't, you don't you do not bet against Brady. You learned that last week when this motherfucker's been doing that for a living. I know. I know. Um I hated him as a Patriot cuz I hated the Patriots uh but Ditto. I even said when he went but to he's Tampa a Michigan guy. I was like good dude. I love seeing new teams in there. That's one of the biggest things I liked about this season. Cleveland was in the playoffs. You had the Bills in the playoffs. I love These the teams underdog. that have been working hard to change their roster are finally getting Well, I remember when Tampa Bay won back in what what year? Year was that uh, 2004? What year did Tampa Bay win the the Super Bowl? 2001 or 2002? Yeah, so I mean it's been a long time, but they were uh, coached by John Gruden. They were, weren't they? Fuck yeah, oh they my were. Gosh, I mean, I know they had Frank Allstott as uh, their uh, um, uh, fullback, the big guy. <laughs> yeah, big the, it looked the, like a linebacker. There, dude, there's a really good documentary about that guy. He's like one of the last fullbacks. One of the last legendary fullbacks. The motherfucker was on the cover of Madden, and then two years later, I think he was working at a gas station. I don't well, know. I made that curse. last part it up. Was two, it was 2002 was when they yeah, won. 2002 yeah, 2002 with uh, John Gruden at the helm. Yeah. Um, so anyways, so a couple more interesting facts. Tampa Bay will become the first team in Super Bowl history uh, to be playing a home game, which is interesting. That's and if wild. they win... They'll set another record of, of being the first home team in Super Bowl history to win a home game for the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I feel like Brady went to Tampa just to like prove that point. He's just trying to. They had Jameis Winston. Pad, he's trying to they had pad. a. They had a NFL quarterback. Like, <laughs> well, well. <laughs> they had, there's a sweet video on YouTube. Where it's every time it's all his highlights from last season, and every time he throws a pick, the video speeds up, and like halfway through the video, dude, you can like barely see what's going on. It's crazy. <laughs> every time he throws a touchdown, it slows down. Every time he throws a pick, it speeds up. So it's very, very interesting. It's a good highlight video. Um, another, uh, some more interesting facts. So this one more about Tom Brady. So by winning Sunday's game against the Packers last Sunday, Brady advanced to the Super Bowl for a whopping tenth time if he wins on february 7th he will lead his team to the lombardi trophy for a seventh that's time. so crazy he has a goat man. he has played in almost 20 percent of the super bowls in the history of the nfl yeah that'll never happen again yeah well i guess it probably could happen with mahomes because brady did it for the how what how long was he an nfl quarterback starting quarterback when he played in the Super Bowl, though, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, mm, that's a good. Because Mahomes, dude, what season two? Yeah, Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Right into it, so yeah. he does have a chance that he could possibly set that up. So we'll, we'll yeah, you but, you can look that up. But um, yeah, so in addition, he became the first QB to play in a Super Bowl in three different decades. Now, some Patrick Mahomes information. Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes, who became the youngest quarterback in NFL history to start three consecutive conference championship games, will look to guide the Chiefs to their second straight Super Bowl title. If the Chiefs do win, 
They'll be the first team to win back-to-back titles since Brady led New England Patriots to win back-to-back in 03 and 04. All right, here's here's a little fact for you. So Tom Brady joined the Patriots during the 2000 season. When, okay. he, was the, when he was the backup to... So three years later. Well, his first Super Bowl was in 2001. No shit. Yes, his second season. Brady's so good that he's so already he, reincarnated. He he <laughs> got so his shot as a rookie when Bledsoe got, got hurt. Drew Bledsoe. And then the next year that was savvy the beginning. Son of a bitch. The next year was the beginning of the, of that dynasty. So the only reason people remember who Drew Bledsoe is is because he's the guy that Tom Brady replaced. <laughs> Pretty much. He did have a name before then, yeah. but uh, oh, that's, see uh, you, Drew. That sucks. All right. <laughs> Next topic. Okay. All right. So moving on to <clears throat> last two topics. We've got what's popping, and then we've got geek out. We'll see which one we get. Geek out. Whoop, <laughs> All right, lead the pack, homie. Ah, man. So if you're not into gaming or not a nerd at all, skip ahead. Yeah, a lot of shit has went down uh, um, since last we spoke. When when were the next gen consoles released? Around Christmas time, right? It It was was when the hype was going on about them. Um, it was like uh, November ish was when pre sales okay started. Yeah. And that and that I mean that's, that's a whole out. problem. They were out. But they, yeah, they've been out for a while now. The last episode we talked about how your brother actually got a hold of a two. PS5 and well, no, an he got Xbox. a hold of two uh he got a hold of two Xbox two Xboxes. Uh, Xbox Series Xs. So you have a little bit of insider pre-order. info here, but and he had to send one back cuz it was actually defective and they sent him a brand new one. So him and his fiance go, have two Xbox. Series Xs, yeah. So not every <laughs> Series X that hit, hit the uh, that was shipped out was good. So some um, of the main, just to give bullet points, because there's going to yeah. be just a couple things we're going to chat about when it comes to Geek Out. Um, first and foremost, Geek Out of uh, the next gen consoles, whether or not we believe they're worth the what sure. five hundred dollars from the retailer. Uh, not to, to black get the market. optimum. Yeah, to get the optimum <laughs> to get the good one, one, you're going to gonna pay one. 500 I think right. uh, the Series S is, what, two or 300 something like that? Yeah, and then Cyberpunk, which was one of the biggest hyped games in the past, like, since 2012. And one um, of the biggest letdowns for uh I've got a mixed review on that. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to talk about Stadia, which kind of ties into Cyberpunk. Sure. Um, because I think there's a lot of people that still are dogging on it, and I'm going to let you know my perspective because that's all I've been playing for since Christmas. Right. Yeah. So I haven't I haven't touched and that was my some, Xbox. And well, and that was something that I was uh, excited to chat with you about, and and we had texted about it, uh, you know, over the holidays. And then you came over and you got to see a little bit of hands on. So right. I'd like you to know, chat about that because get, yeah, because you so um, and then he'll get into it too. Jerry Jerry switched consoles. Well, I mean, we'll much. call it consoles, but you know, he switched off of Xbox I, and he's checking out a new platform. I guess it all kind of segues. So first, we'll get into the next gen. Hit it up at five hundred dollars. Yeah, I know you don't have one. Nope. Which and I and I was ready you for, cons- at pre-order. Right. Would and you, I was clicking would you consider, reload at pre-order. 
Would you consider yourself more than a casual gamer? What is a casual gamer? What's what's con- you know what? That's actually an interesting thing to to. Actually, I'll I'll I will I'll answer your question because I I I'll consider myself a casual gamer in the in the viewpoint of. I'll I'll turn on the Xbox and I'll play games every once in a while to kind of fill some time, fill some void, and kind of explore some things. I'm not the one that is like, all right, I'm off of work, I need to get home, and I need to turn on the Xbox and, and play. You're not one of those. No. Okay. Um, hold on here. Not right now. What's at least. considered I in, a I, I have, casual I'm in phases. gamer? I go in phases. Same. And I'm really big with open world because uh, that gives me the freedom to just kind of okay, do my so, own thing. Okay, so to put it simply, this is off Google, the non-gamer is someone who doesn't consider himself a gamer. A casual gamer is a first-person shooter, for instance, may not care about, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so essentially, a casual gamer, I'm, I'm above that, I guess I would be. Because a Probably. casual gamer, I have a lot of friends who have Call of Duty. Essentially, a casual gamer would be someone who just plays Call of Duty. Not obsessive. Okay, so then but I'm like, not a ca- casual like, gamer. But like when they pick up a, a, a video game, they just maybe they play five hours of Call of Duty a week. Mm. I've got that beat. And it's usually I mean, I have three different games. Hundreds that I'm of rotating. hours in these games that I play. So I mean, I'm not a cat. I guess I'm. I guess by that definition, I'm not a casual gamer. Uh, um, by my definition, I'm a casual gamer because I haven't played. Honestly, like I like I was just saying, I come in waves. I go in waves. So like some days I'm like, uh, or some weeks even, I'm like, all right, I want to play. Some 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 I'm not. So you this know? is interesting. 34 years old is the average gamer age. So, you know, I'm 34. Um, I turned 35 this... this uh, I'm 33. <coughs> I turned I'll turn 35 this, this year. March. And I'm starting to get that old man guilt when I, like, will play for hours on end. Like, damn, dude, I'm 34 and I'm still just playing... I get that on Saturdays. ...five hours of, of, of video games. Yeah. But then, you know, <laughs> and then I'm like, you're playing video games like a kid. But I know for a fact, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, our generation was the first generation of gamers. For sure. You know, PlayStation, N64. Uh, literally. Of the, I, of the, I, we're I the first up, generation of the newer console generation. We're first, so we're not the Nintendo generation per se, I, even though I played it. I played it. I had a Game Boy. Because my, my, but my we're the parents po- at the time had a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo. I, I played, I remember I blowing those on Mario. 100%. And getting it to play. I still blow on things thinking that that's going to do something, <laughs> and it doesn't. You know what I mean? Trying to climb the corporate ladder. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but like, we're the generation of PlayStation and Xbox. Mm hmm. You know, that's, that's what I'm getting 2. at. Is we're the play, we're the generation that that I mean, was introduced to the, PlayStation, PlayStation Two, like, and then and then you got to think about it though. Up. We're we're literally the gaming. We yeah. saw Sega Dreamcast. We saw the N64, the Nintendo GameCube. Yeah. The 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 Game Boy I played when I was really young. I had the Bart Simpson game, uh, but I, the Game Boy Color. Did you have you the know? GameCast, the Sega GameCast, the handheld Sega? Oh, when it had fucking Sonic on Sonic, it. Sonic, colored baseball, right. like all that so stuff. So we were brought up, we were probably one of the first generation, we were the first generation of gamers. So it makes sense that the average age, Jacqueline, if you're listening, um, is 34 Jordan. is thirty four years old. That yeah. is the average age of the gamer, not seven. 
5K. And that's 72%. It says it right there. This not is stats surprised. from Google. Google never lies to you. So <laughs> 34 <laughs> years old, 72% of gamers. Um, so I've had all the new consoles. I've had them. Yeah. Um, I had the PlayStation 1 was my... I think that was like when graphics took a big leap. Sure. That was like N64 and PlayStation N64, 1 were yeah. about the same. Yeah. I was a little mad because at the around. time I remember being salty because N64 had like Mario and all that shit. Yeah. GoldenEye. Right. PlayStation was kind of like more like Japanese and all that stuff going on. It was different. Um, <clears throat> But then PS2 dropped. And I remember Christmas I got PS2 and Grand Theft Auto 3. Ooh. And I was an addict after that. I think I went from casual gamer to like... That's all I wanted to do. We got a PS2. Um, we played Madden. We had Madden. I, we had like the Lord of the Rings games. So that was like my my first foray into like RPGs yeah. and stuff like that. So then the three came out. Had to have it. The graphics from the one to the two, or from the N64 to the Wii, and then from the uh, two to the three, the graphics were great mm-hmm. i had a ps2 but then it took there was a delay before the the three came out and in between the two and the three coming out is when the xbox came out that is when i switched the original that's when i switched that's the when original switched. xbox and i went to a buddy's house and we I played halo and we had fucking the four controllers and we, we had a land halo, party and we were just driving around on those love it and it was the first time i played a game where you could uh, fly something drive something yes, shoot someone i'm ghost. like dude fuck oh, Goldeneye. yeah this is Dude, Halo, Halo and Xbox. Like when uh, when I switched from PS2 and I bought my first Xbox, that Xbox wasn't on the uh, the community TV that the brothers got to play on. I've got two younger brothers. Yeah, that was my Xbox that goes on my TV. This Damn. is what I'm playing. And so from from then on, it was Halo. It was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it was P- uh, Tiger Woods. You know, it was all of that. And, you know, from then, it, I mean, it transpired into, uh, I know you had the PS3, but mm-hmm. it transpired into the, the, um, the Xbox uh, uh, Elite, you know, yep. and, uh, and then so on and so forth. You know, yep. it, it transpired from there. But the point is, with every console, we almost broke into a new barrier of, oh, my God, this looks so realistic. Yeah, I remember. I remember, I remember thinking that PlayStation Two looked realistic. I remember N sixty four. We were playing Mario sixty four in my grandparents' basement because that was that was where we were at for Christmas, and we got it. And we were playing it, and I and I've I had an uncle over my shoulder. It was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's three D. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Mario sixty four. Yeah. Like, I was playing uh, NBA Live. Uh, fuck, it was PS. Two, it might have been PS1. I'm pretty sure it was PS2. My grandpa came in and asked who was playing. Really? He thought it was actual, yeah. like on TV? Yeah. Man. And it was a little TV. Yeah. But I was like, I'm playing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm controlling this guy. Yeah. Right. I remember Donkey Kong Country when I had the Super Nintendo even. I was like, dude, this game. I would stay up. My eyes were bleeding before I went to bed to go to school. Yeah. That's why my grades are so high. Um, <laughs> but th- th- my point being, again, 
with every purchase, we bumped up the realm of graphics. 100%. Realism. Yep. This didn't do it for me. The the new consoles didn't bring enough to the table. Oh, we have more RAM and terabyte and memory and this and that. It did nothing for me because I I'm I'm solely digital. I haven't bought a physical game unless I've been in like a walking through and I'm like, oh damn, the divisions for sale for a dollar. Right. And you that's know? and that's one thing that I think is really cool about what you've got going on right now. And I and I actually made a comment to a buddy of mine. I was like, I'm thinking of the the the, the Google Stadia. Dude, when he's like, you have an Xbox. Why would you yeah, do that? Whenever you do and that, I'm like, anyone that's a bro. gamer is like, <sighs> exactly like the cross. And in in yeah. you know, I look at um and I yeah, I know you're the same way. You know, it's all about kind of portability and where can I play portability and, uh, and also the quality. Exactly. And so I'm looking at Google Stadia, and I know you're going to dive into this because you're the one that's actually got the controller in hand. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at that, and I'm like, okay, cool. So you're saying that if I'm on an airplane, if I'm on in my office, if If you have a Wi-Fi connection, you can play Stadia. That I can do that. and that's You can access your games, pick up where you left off, this and that. And I think that that's really cool. So to to, to segue to that is because it all started with Cyberpunk. Thank you, Cyberpunk. You introduced me to Stadia. Um, so obviously those of you that are listening still at this point, because most people have been like tuned out, fuck this. Um, <laughs> but our, our geek friends are with us, which is fine. That's our real friends. Thank you. <laughs> Give me online. Um, <laughs> I was one of the hype people because I loved The Witcher. I liked the, you know, sure. I liked uh, CD Projekt Red as a developer. I'm like, they made The Witcher. Well, and you you put Cyberpunk on my radar for I was months hyping before. It up. I was on, I was on the hype hype train, but I love open worlds that immerse you like GTA and shit. And we love haven't it. had a GTA in forever, so when they're hyping yeah. up a first person, my best example was a Far Cry meets GTA. I'm like, I'm fucking sure. in. Yeah. So I got it. I paid right on launch. I was one of those people. I had it preloaded, preordered, ready to go, and I jumped on. And I remember. Like, before I even had time to play it, there was already the hate going on on the internet about it. Right. And at that point, I'm like, okay, I already spent $60 on the game, so I'm going to give it a shot. Um, So I started playing it on the Xbox, and... Xbox One, right? Xbox One, yep. And it looked like garbage. Um, Like it looked like GTA 4 on Xbox... It looked like San Andreas. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it looked like GTA 4. Uh, dude, it's hard to explain. But with me, that was fine. I, I still... I don't knock the game. You kept playing it. I played I it all. You. I played it all the way to yeah. the... I, so in the first week, Jacqueline was out of town traveling. So in the first week, I literally put 40 hours into that. <laughs> right. I got home from my I, I got home from my job and I fucking stayed up till 11 o'clock every night playing that game. Um, I loved it. I had a lot of fun. But every time I played it, I just kept thinking like, dude, Call of Duty looks way better than this. Right. And if Call of Duty can look way better than this. Why is this look so bad? So I don't need to get into what happened with CD Projekt Red and what happened with Cyberpunk, but it kind of pissed me off to the point of where I was down that rabbit hole of like, okay, so 
is it just every console? Is it just last gen? What what's going on? And then I started seeing these things pop up with people saying like, dude, it plays in 4K 60 frames per second on the Stadia and on powerful PCs. And I'm like, wait, Stadia? Like, I Stadia wasn't on my radar. I knew mm-hmm. what Stadia was because I'm a gamer. I remember when it came out, but I was always like, oh, that's cool. Then XCloud will be just as good, which it probably will now. Sure. Now it probably will. Now people are paying attention to it. So I was like, I'll just wait till xCloud comes out. I even had xCloud on my old Android phone, which we're recording on right now. you know. And I was like all about game and streaming, and sure. I've tested it out at work before <clears throat> with very bad results, to be honest. I played X, xCloud at work. I gave it the same test that I gave Stadia. Sure. I want to see how it performs over Signal. Right. And it, it did horrible. 4G, it did. I, I, accessed, I even accessed my Xbox on my own Wi-Fi network to my cell phone and did it that way when uh whatever the big game was that came out at the time it's uh i don't know why i can't think of it it had the uh when was this it was their big x cloud game it was gonna be great it was like uh it's a sequel uh it came out uh crackdown the new uh, crackdown okay, i tried okay, playing okay. that on my crackdown phone three. and it just kept cracking down yeah. literally <laughs> and i'm like dude this i can't play this this isn't even fun i mean I'm, maybe if i'm in a pinch you know sure so i'm like stadia whatever so i started doing more reviews and what really drew me in though was all the gameplay footage i was watching on youtube of people and all the nasty comments that's how you can always figure out if something's good you read the comments and all the comments that said anything negative were just people that loved playstation or xbox they were just shitting on stadia because it's not a console right what you, it's not it's even a console it's a streaming service what if right. the internet goes down it's like okay if the internet goes down i can't even fucking play my xbox now well yeah the way that they've built the new the, exactly. these new systems like so you don't can't talk play to me these about games that. unless you're connected to the xbox so, Live, so. i i started with my with xbox PS controller Mm-hmm. the bluetooth one and right. i said fuck it because it's free so i downloaded it i got i got stadia and i started playing it on my iphone um and i did the free trial of seven days the pro subscription after that is ten dollars a month so i figure if same i'm as lo- xbox yeah so uh, i'm like premium if, or well, now uh, xbox Pass. is like 15 something because the ultimate they well they jacked it up and then they brought it back down because people mm. flipped out ah um but anyways so i was like okay <laughs> do the, charge me i'm like do the math it's 120 dollars a year i have no download times which i showed you how easy that you was. did yeah i click on a game and i fucking play it if it's a premium title that costs x amount i click on it and i'm playing that game instantly it, it's connected to my card. It takes my sixty bucks, and I'm literally playing the game. Low time compared to Xbox was Fast. was was night and day, insane, and and the resolution. That was just the lag. Good. There was no yeah, latency. Nothing. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, so I went ahead and I splurged and I got the because the only way to play on your TV is to get the the package that they offer, which is a hundred dollars. Okay. So I looked at it as okay. So now I'm at two twenty. So for $220, I have all of the technology, if not more, than what Xbox and uh, PlayStation can offer right now. Plus free games. Plus their pro subscription offers free games. And they have a contract with Ubisoft. Mm. So Ubisoft, you play, Ubisoft play, whatever, is part of your $10. Mm. So last week... 
last weekend they had a free play weekend for which those free play weekends are huge. Right. If you don't have to wait two days to download the game. Right. So for this, when they do a free play weekend, you literally it starts it. at midnight. I claim it. I play it instantly. It's there. Right. I don't have to wait. I watched you claim one of those <laughs> yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's. I right did there. it with the division this past weekend. It yeah. was on sale for eight dollars, so I bought it. The division two. I'm like fuck it. They had a free play weekend for free play weekend this weekend for Madden. Madden mm. just dropped on it. Mm. Dude, it, it's just it's a yeah, different it's experience. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I was like, okay, I'll try it, but I'm sure I'm gonna miss Call of Duty. I'm sure I'm gonna miss that. Sure. For me, as a casual, above casual gamer, I haven't touched the Xbox since. I canceled my Xbox Live. Did you? And uh, my Ultimate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just keep adding games. Yeah. You know. Uh, That's awesome, dude. And they're pouring money into it. They yeah. paid ten million dollars. To Resident Evil to get the Resident Evil Village really to drop day one on on Stadia, so they're Jeez. dumping money into yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, that's something that I've always been excited for because you know we've all been living in the console generation for for so long, and I know that obviously Sony and Microsoft are are, are trying to continue to play that game as long as they can. But I mean, ultimately, if you look at the trajectory of okay, let's let's look. Well, let's simplify this. Let's look at music. Right. Music started off... Great example. You know, um, well, I mean, it started off on on Records. vinyl. Yeah. It moves into... Eight, track. eight tracks. Goes to cassettes, goes to, to CDs, and, and goes each to one's MP3. Like, you heard it on 8-track? Wait till you listen to the quality exactly. on Exactly. And it's... Uh, I love watching those movies where they're <laughs> yeah. like, check this out! I got a new... Whatever. It's like, it's like... Wow. Literally, it's called that Way because it plays yourself. eight tracks. Yeah, literally. <laughs> You know, um, and so, you know, it's only a matter of time and my, and from what I've, from what I've anticipated, it's only a matter of time until these consoles are obsolete almost Mm -hmm. to where the point, like even Microsoft and Sony, they're going to have a web, I'm calling it now. Like if I can throw money on it now, I'll throw everything I have at it. These systems are going to ultimately be web-based systems where they're not going to have a console. It's yeah. not going to be this console thing that you plug in. If anything, it's going to be like the form of a, um, a, a fire, PC, a fire stick. Okay. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. be something small. Like you get, you're, you're streaming uh, Stadia. Uh, mm-hmm. Via uh, Chromecast, right? Right. You have the the, the Chromecast Ultra, yeah. Exactly. So, like, yep. it's going to get to that point where these consoles aren't going to be these five hundred dollars. That's another thing too. Equipment. Just to, anyone that's listening, that's like, okay, I'm interested in it. Don't go out and look for the Ultra. They don't make it anymore. They make uh, the the Google Play TV, which mm-hmm. doesn't even play Stadia yet. It's fucking weird how they do it. So but, it's playing Stadia right now. But download the app or go to Stadia.com, scroll down to the bottom, and buy their package. You get the controller and the Chromecast Ultra mm. for $99. That's gotcha. the best way to do it. Okay. I did it the other way. I paid $45 for a used fucking Ultra from some guy in New York off eBay, and then I got the controller because I didn't realize that I couldn't play it without the con- the actual controller. controller. Right. I learned it the hard way, and I even remember saying, this is fucking stupid. Why would I ever do this? This is a pain in the ass. But once I got the controller, you literally link it up, and now when I pull the controller out, I just push the on button on my controller, and it it's just ready. throws it all yeah. up. Anyways, go yeah. on. No, I mean, that's that's where it's going to get to. Is, I think so, too. I think it's, um, you know, we've seen it with cable. 
Yeah, everything is. You know, I mean, w- and we we uh, you know nixed it from from today's. Uh, actually, I don't think we nixed it from today's uh, conversation. Wi-Fi is just going to get stronger. Well, Internet's just going to get more. We're gonna accessible. we're gonna dive into it uh, in a second in regards to GameStop, but <laughs> these retailers are yeah. dying. People aren't dying. buying these 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 CDs anymore. These games, like, everything is digital nowadays. Like they're not mm-hmm. going to go to GameStop to pick up their Xbox or PS5 anymore. Like that's right. it's all it's all going away. It's all digital. Yeah. So that's the one. That's the one area where people don't really care. You know, you, you start moving everything digital in like real life. People are like, "Oh man, I, you know, I don't want to put all my crypto. I don't want currency to be crypto. You <laughs> right. know, this and that." But like when it comes to gamers, like we just want a game when we want a game. And we want and, it to be quality. And, and the biggest thing that I always like thought was a great argument for the Stadia thing is my one buddy said like, "Well, you know, what do you do when the internet's down?" Like the same thing I fucking do when the when my Xbox is down, like I just don't game. Yeah, because like, you can't access most games unless you can get on live. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If I mean, they want to figure things out, then it's almost like they have to backpedal. Yeah. To doing physical games again. It's very to true. To make it valuable. Yeah. So. Yeah. Unless really though, like you're unless you're playing some story mode. On a, on a game, which are great, like story modes or campaigns yeah, are great. For sure. Like most people aren't going to go online on the daily and play their story mode. They're going to go online, go online. I'm saying it online. If they can, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? So yeah, that's that's the biggest thing right now is online. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, all right, cool. So the last topic, um, if you're still with us, is of course they are. What's popping? What's popping? And what is literally popping is oh, the God. stock market right now, <laughs> yeah. which I am far less than a casual investor, but I'm enough to where I'll move a couple hundred bucks from here or there. I sure. fuck with crypto and I do the just because it's interesting to me and there's always that potential and this and that. I'm one of the people that Robin Hood and places like that said that they were for. Sure. But we saw in the last week the novice investor. Yeah, anything that was going on in the for anyone listening right now, I guarantee you, you probably know what's going on with GameStop. Sure. In the past couple weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me tell you about GameStop. So you know what's interesting? When I left the industry I was in with you, I interviewed with GameStop. Oh, did you? For uh, for rep. Okay. Area rep. I was like, this is my dream job. I love gaming. Sure. And I would be like traveling from store to store to make sure they have inventory in this. And every time I'd go in, I would just talk the hottest game. Yeah. So I did more research. And what I found out was it was a dying company because we just talked about physical games and consoles even now. Sure. If they don't fix this for the next console, like what are they going to do? I think honestly their best bet we didn't talk about it is vr if yeah, they can sure. tap into vr they can give you a physical item that you need to purchase from them and they need to get into that realm because the console thing it's it's going tell away. me why i need yeah. to buy a new box when i can just update things on the internet i mean you've you you definitely have a, a valid point when it comes to the stadia and what you've experienced there when it but, comes to like gamestop like if you've had, what was the last time you went and went into a gamestop you know <laughs> I used to love GameStop. The last time I went into GameStop was when I bought this 
Actually, no, you're right. The last time I was in a GameStop, I literally did buy the division for a dollar. was in the bargain bin. <laughs> and I bought a controller for 30 bucks because mine broke because I threw it up against the wall. But when I lived in Royal Oak, there was that GameStop that's right on the oh, strip yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. My Xbox 360 died. Red Rings of Death. Uh... I literally ran up to the fucking uh, GameStop, <laughs> said my Red Rings of Death, whatever, they took it, they gave me like $10 for it. And well, I bought I bought this, and they gave me Dying Light with it. Well, like, you know, and, and if Never you, turned back. here's the thing, there's a few things with GameStop. One, if you haven't been in GameStop in a while, if you go in there, besides the fact that it's like wall-to-wall full of like used games and like old games and that pop, nobody's buying, pop it's, pop, it's pop funks. <laughs> and it's pop it's funks and, and other th- things that kids buy. Not only that, but it's toys. pressured Sales. How many fucking 100%. jokes and videos have we seen of like, oh, I, you know, when you take games to GameStop, they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll give you a penny. You know, like it was a crooked. I'll model. get more money out of Pawn Stars from the History Channel. Exactly. I'll get more money out of them taking yeah. back whatever than I would get out of GameStop. It was and a, also, what they're giving you back is store credit. Yeah, exactly. So it that was, was number very, two. Very shady. That was my number model. two. Was here if you're gonna. So I got an Xbox One. I, if I buy a brand new Xbox One and I have an Xbox 360 that I want to sell, we'll give you twenty five dollars store credit. Um, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What? This is literally a piece of functioning <laughs> electronics that plays video games that you're selling for. Thirty dollars yeah. more than what you're offering me for my my. Xbox. I literally like, see the price that you're huge. selling my exact model. I'm giving you yeah, exactly like, right behind. Yeah, me. like what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that was the thing too is a lot of the reviews I read about working for that company was like, the business model is just money, 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 money. Hundred percent. So that being said, it's a trash fire of a company. It's been bankrupt, declared bankruptcy. Worth no more than ten bucks. So I might need more enlightenment on this that you can maybe offer me. But wasn't it like a joke, kind of, that someone on Reddit was like, "I can hype GameStop," or did they actually be like, "GameStop's a great product"? Well, they were trying to troll it. So there was well, there was a guy that supposedly was he so. Uh, I won't go into the, the, the meat and potatoes of it when it comes to the long calls, shorts, puts, you know, all of yeah, these yeah, things. Because yeah, the ultimately, that, it, that those technicalities is what is driving this type of behavior. But I will say that it initially started in Wall Street Bets of, on Reddit. And there was somebody on Reddit um, that had uh, made some long-term shorts on, uh, on GameStop. And uh, he would make his he would post every month his 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 calls. Yeah. And people were starting to to latch on to that. And so when people were starting to latch on to that, people started to in, invest in that. They were starting to notice growth and gains. And that, mm-hmm. that wasn't the only one. So we talked GameStop because that one is the yeah. one that literally AMC. went from twenty dollars to four hundred dollars right. in two days. You know, but AMC, uh, uh, theaters, Nokia, um, there's a slew of them, you know, that that they were all uh, supposedly um, investing in. And so Mm -hmm. ultimately, if you know anything about investing, the more you invest in it, the the price goes up. 
Right. And so more valuable. A hundred percent. And so what happens is, is, um, you know, you have hedge funds, everybody's heard of hedge funds, right? And everybody's like, oh, hedge hedge funds are bad, but for whatever reason, they're still like in business, right? (laughs) Right. We've seen billions, but yet they're all still in business. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so ultimately what has happened is the, the average person, such as you and you and I, if you and I were going to be one of thousands of people that are going to invest in this company to try and drive this price up, we're essentially creating a civilian hedge fund for GameStop or whatever for this company. And people are literally making thousands, like tens of thousands of dollars off of GameStop. They're paying off student loans. I told you earlier, I have a a friend that, uh, that hit me up. You know, you need to buy GameStop. So they're they're doing the civilian no commission Robin Hood yep. hedging that is, that normally Wall Street hedgers would be doing. And so what has happened is the Wall Street has now freaked out because the hedge funds aren't hedging. The average Joe is hedging via the Robinhood and these other trading platforms that you and I can get in and exactly. invest in, which I am and invested in. Like I have, I have investments through uh, through Robinhood, and so um, it, what's interesting about this whole thing is is Robinhood yesterday ceased transactions for all of these stocks yeah. mm-hmm. in order for the price to drive down. Mm-hmm. For these hedge funds and to make their money back when shit got, and to cover got themselves, weird. and so that's when shit got weird because then Robinhood essentially is, in my opinion, a hundred percent acting illegally when they're contr- they're market manipulating. Did you see the interview with uh, Chris Como, CNN? I didn't see that interview with, night. with the Robin Hood uh, founder. Dude, he looks like he's scared shitless. Well, he looks like Mar- – from what I've seen from the screenshots, he looks like Martin Striskelly uh, Sh- 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 or whatever the guy. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that mm-hmm. bought the Wu-Tang the album. Hair, the slick You know that, that guy that yeah, is another just criminal. like making yeah. a quick, mm-hmm. quick, you know, milli. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That, that's where I'm getting at is like it's, it's, but he, he it's market manipulation. Yeah. Chris Coleman was literally like Robin Hood's supposed to – literally the name Robin Hood is steal from the rich, get for the poor. That's kind of like your model. You know, you make the normal person feel like they can make wealth off of the rich. But then when this happens, inside sources are saying that you're contacted by one of your investors, which is a huge hedge fund, and they say cease all trading, and you do. So who do you really represent? A hundred percent, and, and so, all he kept saying was the same rebuttal every time. Well, and the, it, it's and he like, looked very nervous, which sucks for him because I'm sure that's what he intended on. Sure. In a hedge, when he first started this in his garage or wherever he started it, and then a hedge fund guy said, "Here's a hundred million dollars to help launch your." However. I own X amount of what's going on here. So he just did what he thought was going to make him. He never thought he was going to be in this situation. Now this guy's looking at prosecution from the SEC. He could get in a lot of fucking trouble. Robin Hood works through Citadel. And that's where they get a lot of their capital. And so Robin Hood doesn't have that money. They're the brokerage. Exactly. And so in one thing that was interesting, so, you know, obviously AMC and all these other uh, GameStop, you couldn't buy them yesterday. No, they had them all locked. They they flipped around and they were like, "All right, Dogecoin is the new one, right?" Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So Crypto. I even myself, I I put <clears throat> something very small, 
but uh, Dogecoin was started as a joke, though. A hundred percent. Well, it's it's all a joke, but it's still create. It's still increasing in value, so people are making money. Right, right? they're making. That's what's just weird that they're making money off of something that doesn't exist as a practical joke. For sure. Like they're 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 a dog astronaut was like their mascot. It's a, it's literally a Sheba in a, in a, with an astronaut helmet. Like it's literally, and it's worth what three hundred or something now? No, 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 no. Dogecoin is dude. Worth like, I checked it this morning. I feel like I it's know. up there. I've been there. watching it most. Of the no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm it's way literally. Off. It's like point zero six. It's maybe worth something. a nickel. Yeah, maybe six cents. Um, but, but that's where you make up. your money. But a hundred percent. But like, here's the thing: is like when it comes to. When it comes to uh, the market, like, I don't know. It's just very interesting. Like, I'll be honest with you. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Dogecoin. They, they switched it. Oh, here, I, I got you. I'm going to be honest with you. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, this happens all the time in one of my favorite podcasts. But uh, um, but I'll bring it back because I remember what it was. So here here's the deal. Alt, if you were to buy crypto through Robinhood, Robinhood yeah. actually doesn't hold that crypto. So like they'd say that if you're going to buy actually crypto, you need to go through like Coinbase because yeah. then you're actually buying That's the crypto. That's where I get mine from. And that is the exact same thing as when it comes to Robinhood. They're not actually they're not actually buying the stocks for you. Somebody else they're is They're not actually, actually a broker for you. A hundred percent. They're not an actual broker. They're almost They're going like, through a different uh, service to actually go and buy that stock, buy that crypto. And so that is what has happened is, uh, uh, and especially with this hedging, <coughs> is, is Robinhood doesn't have all these funds to like- Pay out. To pay out any of this stuff. And so they're having to go to Citadel and-, and, and Citadel's like, I'm not paying out shit. Stop well, Robinhood has actually asked for, their, they've reached out to their investors. Those that actually invested in Robinhood, they've actually reached out to them for at least a million to try and cover. <laughs> God, I mean, a million is not going to cover it, but like they've no. actually reached out to their investors to try and cover some of these these losses that they've had because because of the way that their their business is set up. Did you see that, um, and this is from one of my alt-news conspiracy things, but Robinhood, it was an actual screenshot of uh, Robinhood getting an email, not only just from uh, their investors, but from the White House to stop. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Um, All I know is, I, I do know that a lot of people are right now talking about pulling out of of investing through Robinhood. I I did cuz I was one of those casual people, but for me it's like I don't care enough about like getting becoming a bajillionaire, which I feel like is like what a lot of I know a lot of people do it as like a it's a, quick, it's a, uh, it's a fix, it's a fix for gambling yeah. too, like if you have a gambling addiction, you know. Um, it is gambling. But for me I've way, never been motivated enough by that type of shit. Thank God. Um, to really get into it, but yeah, there it is. White House pressure. So they they apparently um, yeah. So Joe Biden's White House pressured Robinhood to halt GameStop. Interesting. Halt GameStop altogether. Yeah, a viral Reddit post claimed that Joe Biden's White House pressured Robinhood to halt GameStop trading as Redditors drove up the company's value and took down 
two prominent hedge funds. So, you know, I mean, obviously he won the election, so things are good now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything changed and, you know, the world's at peace and this and that. I think this changes <laughs> what the are game. Your, what are your thoughts on this? I think this changes the game, though, when it comes to free uh, commissions trading, honestly. I think I think there, we're about to see some, some changes. I think that you take, okay, so you take the stock market, which essentially rules America, Wall Street. Let's be honest. Like it's it's the backbone of America. Hundred percent. That's can where say the wealthy. The class, that's where the wealthy made their wealth. You can say Let's, the working class, but you know, you said your family's union, right? Your dad, right? What are his thoughts on the pipeline getting shut down? Eight thousand union jobs. I'm sure he's they, against. They it. all helped vote for Biden, and yeah. then day one he shut it down. I understand why he did, though. For sure, the Green Act, but. The backbone, the real backbone of America is revenue. It's a business. Capitalism. Right? Exactly. So Wall Street. And you know That's where you have America's Wall wealth Street right now that made. just got punked hard. For sure. They what aren't are, happy with it. What are the ramifications do you think? Like where do you think that this could potentially go? Like what what happens if Wall Street collapses we go into like another depression? Like what really happens here? What? How does think... this? How does this play in? And, and we'll close it out here. Um, but how does this play in to just the fucking world we're living in right now in the United States? Because it's crazy right now. I, honestly, this is this is uh, this is like icing on the cake. This is like another way to. to... <laughs> this is literally the exclamation point of sticking it to the man. Like no COVID. <laughs> COVID free. He's getting the vax. <laughs> Um, it's the exclamation point of sticking it to the man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Based off of what we got going on right now with the civilization in America. I know. Um, and that's, what's, uh, that's what, what's interesting. And, and I, in, in a normal day and age, I'd be for that. I mean, I have stocks right now and I'm, and none of them are in, in any of those, those volatile ones, but like, I'm, I'm playing that market because of what we're experiencing as as a as a country the market crashed on, yeah. on in march to and buy up. so i'm buying up to to hopefully take advantage For of that recovery. to try and, and and bring it back you know i'm i'm doing what a lot of normal americans are doing right now um but uh i don't know man like I, when it comes to this market run up when it comes to uh robin hood and these other platforms that are running these zero zero commissions like i'm st I, i'm i there has to i'm expecting reform in one way shape or form i don't know how it's going to come but there's the going to have to have to actually earn that paycheck dude there's there's <laughs> i mean they you know they're going to have to actually do something here yeah i think people's I th hands are tied now well i think people's hands are tied i think that there were companies um in even like i said i Robinhood, when they ceased transactions for those stocks, like that's that is market manipulation. The, oh, 100%. yeah, 100% for sure. And there's people that need to be held responsible for that. And, um, I don't think that's, that that's going to go away, to be honest with you. I think honestly, that opens Pandora's box. But I just think that when it comes to being able to have a platform as easy to use as Robinhood or, um, I mean, even Chase is, is offering a platform now where you can offer, where you can have zero commission trades, you know? So, and I, uh, my IRA 
and Merrill Lynch, I can do the same thing, you know, so I can do these things and not have, uh, uh, commissions or worry about commissions. I'm literally like at this point, it's all profit because, yeah. you know, it's either growth or it's growth or it's loss. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to expect some platform changes and I don't know about Robinhood. I haven't pulled my money from Robinhood yet, but I think I that know. at the end of the day, where they're in the spotlight now, that your money's probably still safe there because if something does happen, they're going to be forced to give you your money. Back. I'm not worried about I my funds, yeah. but in regards to polling I, I, and so putting I, in a I, different I, platform, the that's foreman, where I'm, The foreman I worked with today showed me his Robinhood account, and there's like 40000 So he He, he, he started with ten in there yeah he read all these books and and found out that i don't need to pay an investor so he went to he's one of those guys that went through robin hood and right. he's kind of freaking out right now sure because that's a lot of money yeah. <laughs> he's like i my wife's like pull it all out but i don't want to pull it all out he's like i he's like i found a system i'm working the system and he's like i i don't know any other where where I can't transfer it, I got to pull it out and then reinvest in something. He's like, you know, I'm nervous. And I kind of told him, I'm like, dude, I'm not, I don't work on Wall Street, but I'm going to tell you this much. If the law gets involved to where Robinhood is held responsible, that money is your money and they're going to be forced to pay it out. A hundred percent. So, and, and this would be my advice to him. If, if he's play, making plays that are not involved in these high volatile plays, They're there not. should be zero worry for him. If yep. he is making plays and it's working for him, yeah, there he, should he be zero worry. He doesn't fuck with GameStop. He hasn't, he's and, like, I don't touch any of that stuff. He, he messes with the stuff that's, that's, you know, he said he doesn't touch any companies that are less than like 15 to 20, you know, yeah. million dollars, billion dollars, whatever. I will say, out. though, for for him, and this is something that I need to, to practice a little bit better on myself, though, if you have gains and if he has gained from 20, 10 to $40,000, I would highly advise that he sells sells some of that and he actually reaps his his gains he keeps moving it around you can be he says greedy. he works he works the you can the recovery for the six percent is what he's been but don't but don't be afraid to be greedy and actually pay yourself <clears throat> that's that's like the biggest thing when it comes to wall street they just is so many people just want to leave it in there and then they lose it all but like so i've got some I've, i'm sitting on something right now that is that has netted me over 300 percent and I'm right now in that bubble of do I wait? Do I wait? Yeah. Or do I just pull it out and, you know, take it? You know what I mean? Pull so like, pray, you know. so you know, that'd be like his 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 funds should be 100 percent safe. But from a financial advice, don't be afraid to to throw take, some of that back in the bank. Well, don't be afraid yeah. to take that 30 grand that you just made and throw that in the bank and take that 10 grand you started with and do it all over again. No, exactly. That's that's how I feel it should always be. You know be. what I it's mean? It's like a money tree. 100%. You know, you already had the seed planted. It's growing. You know, harvest it. Go out there and harvest it and continue it to 100%. grow. 100%. For sure. That's 100%. That's how I do the crypto. It's like, you know... All right, so we got into a lot of different <laughs> shit, but it was a great episode. I feel like hey, we're so happy to be back, guys! Like God, it's awesome. We it rambled. Is. We hope you loved it. Honestly, we have. And various I'm, I'm topics, glad we're doing this hey. on a Friday too. Yeah, because uh, you have that pressure on a Monday where it's like God, I got to work tomorrow. Or this and that. You're not going to hear this on Friday. No, but you'll hear it when you hear it. <laughs> but uh, it'll be Monday. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's good to be back for sure. Um, and we're excited for the new shows coming up and we'll be keeping you posted on social media when a new episode is dropping on the other shows, because it, it could be confusing, but we have cover art for each episode, uh, each podcast, I mean. So when it drops, Mm -hmm. we'll have the cover art with episode dropping on our story Mm -hmm. and then also just click on brainstorm network and you'll see the same cover art episode one episode whatever click on it and there you go hit us up anything else to add no i mean at this point we're we're happy to to be back um you know we're excited to kind of expand this this network of of shows you know right now we're we're gonna kind of um you know throw them all on on the brainstorm network right now but don't be surprised soon if we uh we kind of expand it even further and we rebrand each of our shows into their own um and uh the evolution is what you're seeing here yeah but hey we're, we're we're happy to be back and and Catch us soon on on our new episodes. See you on the flip side. See you.